0: Craft Beer Radio, episode 363, on December 27th, 2015.
1: And welcome to Craft Beer Radio, where we are eating hot butter popcorn. (laughs) And we have for you a variety of different beers that we're going to uh, try and taste and see what we get. Yeah, we got quite
0: the variety. Let's see. So we have a wheat wine. We got a triple. We got a barrel triple. We got a goose and a barley wine. So where do we start? Decent, decent start.
1: Uh, I a triple, I guess. I guess that's the plain Jane of the three, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, from Left Coast. They sent this into us. This is Asylum. It's a Belgian triple. It eleven point eight percent alcohol by volume. 27 IBUs. Tet are the hops that are used. Uh, it's won several medals in the LA County Fair. And here we are. So it's a, a really nice sort of a golden almost like a burnt golden color. It's dark for a triple. Yeah. You
0: wouldn't expect this color normally. It, it's a really clear gold color. Deep gold bronze almost.
1: It smells a-
0: almost kind of roasty in in a way. Oh, really? I was getting like honey notes off the nose.
1: But there's, yeah, there's definitely, there's sort of a deep, a deeper, I don't know, the maltiness is, it smells a little bit, I something that is reminding me of roast. Maybe just toasty, but
0: still more on that scale okay. than I would yeah, expect. for a bit of a, toast. I th- I could smell a bit of a, like a toasted Pilsner malt or something yeah. like that. A uh, Pretty big, Um, Estuary notes are coming off the nose There's honey type flavor Aromas There's uh, a sweetness That is kind of reminiscent of, of Triple type with candy sugar I thought I just smelled marshmallows
1: Interesting Left Coast is in San Clemente, California
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting, you said marshmallows, but there's a very. Okay. Hmm. Sorry, I almost coughed. There's a. There's a very sweet thing. It, almost like cotton candy, almost. Um, okay, yeah. There's kind of a cotton
0: candy type yeah. flavor in there, sweetness.
1: It's, it's hard to, it's it's hard to define it as... Because it's not quite cotton candy. It's not that... It's not like a sickly sweet. But it is... It's almost... It's, hmm. It's kind of remind me of some... Like a tre leche, almost. So you have... A caramel-like quality. Hmm. It's, it's definitely different from your expected triple... Mm-hmm. Let's
0: see, so let me try to get into it here. I don't know, for some reason I'm kind of like
1: having a hard time. There's also vanilla notes. That's why I trade shake into mine, because it, it, there's almost a, a kind of sweetness that's a little bit cake-like. Okay. Yeah, the
0: sweetness does carry through. Um, a touch of honey, almost like a clover honey or something like that's coming through. Mm-hmm. So it's so like a field of flowers, mostly clover. That's reminding me. <clears throat> um I feel I'm enjoying this, but I'm having a hard time coming up with words and it almost I can hear myself sounding like I'm not impressed with the beer, and I'm trying to figure
1: out like what to say about it. It's it's very different from a traditional triple because it doesn't it it just doesn't have the same boy, um I'm kind of blanking too. You're making mm-hmm. me blank. Sorry,
0: Craig. Short on words. Imagine that.
1: It definitely has this, this, this deeper sweetness that mm-hmm. sticks with it more. Uh, it it feels a little heavier on the tongue than most triples. So a, a little, a little. A little viscous, more viscous than you're used to. So it triples. is 11.8 ABV. Yeah. Triples
0: typically don't. We're around out. eight or so, right? Yeah. I mean, so this is like imperial triple. Yeah. So that kind of explains kind of the saturation of flavors, and how it has something that's almost barley wine like to it. You know,
1: is it's that really is that extra viscosity, that extra um, mm-hmm. sort of uh, sweet and syrupy texture that uh, I think is is really actually helping it because it really it, it keeps the it keeps the flavors from going qu- way out of bounds and from getting too too sweet. I actually like what it's doing. It, it, it offers a kind of very subtle fruitiness that you don't normally get from triples. Right. So we
0: had another uh, Anheuser-Busch craft beer mm. purchase this week. Everyone's probably heard about it, but Breckenridge Brewery was snapped up. Colorado's first craft beer giant has fallen <laughs> if if you listen to some of the press uh you know you were saying that you know you have uh you can listen to the pre-show by greg's predictions on on another brewery or two that made summer. the cut i'm not even sure oh you know maybe it'll be in the post-show we had some <laughs> dif- difficulties recording the pre-show uh yeah i think we're gonna see more of it i mean there are two big trends we're gonna continue to see the big guys buying breweries or Larger breweries going into private equity or something, uh, but the other one that's kind of interesting is craft brewers are going to be diving in headfirst into the alcopops, mm-hmm. root beers, and flavored hard sodas and things like which that,
1: which had previously had come from like Smirnoff and these other um, the liquor companies, um, and now they're really coming from the from the breweries. So it's interesting. It's a, it's a probably a good way to make a lot of money. Uh, I
0: saw one tweet from a brewer. I think it was Jesse from uh, Almanac. But he's like, you know, it's, it's really difficult not to slip on that syrup extract and mm-hmm. fall into a giant pit of money. Giant pit <laughs> of money.
1: I I think that if you're a brewer right now and you're looking around, you see things like Ballast Point going for a billion. Uh, how can you not jump at the chance to sell your brewery for five, six times what it's worth? It's it's almost. Uh, it's 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 almost silly the what the market is paying for breweries, so it's almost a bad business move not to, yeah. Sell I I think that right now there's a premium on these breweries that will end soon. So you're we're going through the the most or the biggest part of it now. Like the the, the real big ones are happening now. There will be more. But I think there'll be less big ones and more sort of mid to smaller ones after this big bump is over, right? But we'll see. We'll see if that prediction holds. Next beer. We're going to do the triple treat. This is a special release from... Ailbert's. Ailbert's Brewery. Yeah, Ailbert's. That's it. This is in Texas. Uh, John Rubio from, Bre- from Beerus sent this to us. Thank you. Or actually gave this to you. Yep. Big, loud pop on the cork. So this bad boy is aged in rum barrels. This is, I believe, based off of their triple uh, ale, their triple B. And I'm looking for more information. There's not much, unfortunately.
0: Uh, Treaty Oak Distillery, um, that's where the barrels are from.
1: Austin, Texas is where the brewery is. Adelbert's Brewery. I assume that the guy in the logo is Adelbert.
0: <laughs> oh, there's the name. It's around the... I couldn't find the name of the brewery. <laughs> I'm
1: looking all over. It's right in the center there.
0: I don't know much about Adelbert's. It's it the pretty the like that a wine that.
1: barrel, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, there's a smokiness there. Does have a little bit of a grapey character.
1: Yeah. What else is going on in there? So the the color of this, this is um it's a little cloudy, not too much. It's a sort of a straw, a golden straw.
0: Yeah, I, I really stuck my nose really down in there. Quality and out it. And it does have a kind of grapey quality. Either that or in, maybe after we taste it, but um I'm smelling something that almost reminds me a bit of like a, a corked beer, you know, like when it has the cork fungus infection. Mm. Um, not sure from the It was corked, cork. so. I think I'm smelling a little bit of the rum 11. now. 7%. It's not quite as like.
1: Oh, two 11s right away. <laughs> oh, is it 11 also? <laughs> yeah. Boom. And we have a, bar- a barley wine. Yeah. And is it a double? It's a wheat wine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm pouring very small samples, yeah, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, so. I have noticed. This is about two ounces, maybe three. Still getting that v- viniest quality, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: As it has, it's not the kind of rum character I was expecting. Um, yeah, it, it really kind of tastes kind of oaky like um almost like beers from fresh oak berries mm-hmm. you know they're typically blended out but beers that have some fresh oak aged beer in it kind of reminds me of that where it's kind of um resiny sappy woody you know you get those kind of characters along with those there's something that's kind of berry like like a light um a raspberry. Yeah, raspberry or something like that.
1: It's These are two triples that don't really taste like your de rigueur triples. No.
0: That corked thing I was mentioning, I'm not really tasting anything that's off-putting in the flavor.
1: It just, it, it tastes like it was, like there's a splash of wine in there almost. It, it does have this Chardonnay-like quality, maybe?
0: Yeah, I don't know. my My white's well enough. I don't think any of them would be this oaky. Mm. Any well-established wine.
1: I, I'm thinking that Chardonnays are the ones yeah. that are oaky. so Probably a white Zinfandel. <laughs> <laughs> Not really getting a lot of rum. Uh, on, the thing is that the vineyard quality is so mm-hmm. upfront that I'm losing some of the more milder like rum mid to, stuff.
0: mid-to-late taste, I'm getting something that's kind of like a, a cane. Type okay. of flavor, like a molasses or cane—not really molasses, but more of like a cane sugar, cane, cane type character—in like the like right before the last
1: aftertaste. All right, I'm waiting. Still waiting.
0: Well, you might have passed you by by now, but I'm getting a little bit there. Um, but yeah, for most of the barrel, it seems like it, it's wood. Uh, most of the barrel character. Most of the barrel character. This coming across seems like wood.
1: It's not bad, it's just a little um a little hard to to find what I'm what I'm particularly looking for, which is more of the rum stuff, and it's kinda of getting overshadowed by that grapiness. Which again isn't bad. This is
0: batch two, it was bottled in August. And they want us to serve it at fifty five degrees. I bet you this is much warmer than that. We had some fun before the show. Sixty one,
1: not too bad. Yeah, it's about fifty five.
0: Hmm. Anything else? Got any other thoughts on this guy?
1: Not really. Um you'd think that a, a big beer like this, with some fairly uh I wouldn't say complex flavors, but uh, mm-hmm. fairly nuanced flavors would, would would call for more discussion, but I'm really kind of blanking on what to say about it. Yeah. Uh it's Hmm. Uh, let's see if I can sort of figure out something.
0: I kind of think, you know, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm tasting the things I already talked about the raspberries, mm-hmm. the barrel, the oak, resininess, um, wine character. You know, I mean, we can talk a little. The malt is kind of, you know, straight up triple malt type character. It really is. It does have a more respect. of a drying quality than the yeah. last one had. Oh, yeah. The last one was so much sweeter than this mm-hmm. one. This one does finish much drier.
1: but they're both equivalent in alcohol but the first one has much more viscosity to it uh, than the next one part of it is this is a lot higher carbonation mm-hmm. uh what you can i mean you can already tell that just by the bottle the right. bottle is one of those thick champagne bottles so it's got lots of uh strong stuff going on whereas it's just a plain old bomber for the asylum right yeah
0: that that cork came off with some pressure
1: Mm-hmm. It didn't...
0: The thing is, when it poured, though, the carbonation seemed very appropriate for the beer. Yeah. It wasn't over-fizzy. When you took a sip, it wasn't a mouthful no, no, of it's, it's, it was It was really...
1: It's w- nailed for the beer, absolutely. It's right on. Yeah. It's just interesting, because... I know you see rum, bottle. you sort of... Ex- you're, you're expecting something, and this is not rum barrel well, you that see, you would use. that you're yeah, used to.
0: I don't see rum triple very often. No. So... It's kinda of hard to know exactly what to expect, But I get you, I get you. I mean if
1: if you're if you're looking at a rum barrel thing and you're thinking that this is going to be a similar sort of adjustment, at least mm-hmm. the barrel the the bottle we have is not. It's it's not very similar to other rum barrel mm-hmm. uh, excursions that we've gone on.
0: Yeah. It almost feels like the barrel like was scraped, you know, and it was mm-hmm. you know, more of a newish barrel than than rum barrel. It's
1: It's possible. I mean, you'd think they would blend it, though, right?
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not saying what they did. I'm saying what it feels like.
1: Mm. Um, All right. What do you say we drop down to the goose?
0: Yeah, so now we're probably going down to something that's three, no, five and a half percent.
1: <laughs> Still high. So I picked this
0: one up at House of a Thousand Beers.
1: So this bad boy is the Winter Goose from Rari de Troch. I assume that's a horrible pronunciation. <laughs> T-R-O-C-H. It's probably Troch. Troch? Yeah. Uh-huh. Troch. The Troch. De troch.
0: It's in uh, Wembeek, Belgium. In the Pajottenland. I don't know anything about this brewery don't know anything about this beer yeah neither do I um the price point wasn't too bad so it's a uh, 12.7 fluid ounce and, well I guess yeah, it was eight ninety five. so wasn't crazy priced but
1: so i look to see if there's you know what else what's in here I don't think it's a straight hmm goos.
0: no it's not a straight oh. It it's blended with winter spices um getting figs and like allspice
1: yeah this is the 2015 winter news like
0: you know when you get those like cherry like the flavored candy canes you know like the fruit flavored ones right yeah you know, those, those ones, ones like I
1: the... hate that doesn't mean that the beer is going to hate but I do dislike those candy canes uh, okay I mean you want a candy candy peppermint come on hey here you. Go.
0: It smells pretty good. But yeah, it has that kind of fruity candy type aroma on it.
1: The region is in Southwest Brussels.
0: And then I'm, you know, I think I'm uh, smelling like some figginess.
1: Yeah, yeah. It actually smells really good. It reminds me with, with, with a real like a wet barley kind of aroma. Yeah.
0: It also reminds me Did you were you ever at the the mead thing at GABF, the Back to Your Roots? Don't think so. Okay. Um, One of the years I went, there was a a press thing. I don't think they do it anymore. The last couple times I went out there, I couldn't find any mention of it. But they were going to do a thing where a bunch of mead makers would get together in the hotel. And it was mostly press. And it's called Back to Your Roots, a mead festival. And you could go around and just taste all kinds of meads. It was great because it was a whole different thing than the beer fest. And I remember... Redstone. I think it was Redstone. I'm not positive. They made a Christmas one with cinnamon in it and some other things. And this reminds me a lot of of that, you know, what I think that one smelled like, you know, so many years ago.
1: This reminds me of a brewery smell, which is a great brewery smell, which is sort of if you open a bag of fresh barley, Mm -hmm. fresh malted barley.
0: Okay, I was looking for the barley. Like I said, all the things I was selling previous to this was not barley. But no, I I really, if I pull it in slow and gently, I can kind of get kind of that dusty malt type Mm -hmm. aroma. So it's not very tart or sour Mm -hmm. or anything like that for a goose. There's a little tanginess in there. It's a a nice amount of tanginess. It's kind of like, it feels like a fruit juice or something. Like some pineapple juice, like that kind of tanginess, like there's a dose of pineapple juice in there. Yes,
1: yeah. It's not going to, you know, rip your tongue out. It's not going to really, you know, crunch your cheeks up. But it's it's tangy enough to be, yeah, a a fruit punch type tanginess. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And it plays around with the spices pretty well, too. I think the tanginess and the spices go well. It's mostly sweet. A little bit of um, peach, maybe. Now that you say fruit punch, I'm kind of tasting like high C or something like that. Yeah. It kind of tastes a lot like high C. I
1: see a peach, apple. Those kind of... Yeah, like high C. And there's
0: a little bit of spice in there, right? There's like a some all sp- allspice. Mm-hmm. I think some cinnamon, but not very strong.
1: No, it tastes... There's a good amount of uh, aqueousness in this, so it does sort of it doesn't feel as mm-hmm. full as something else, but I think it's fine. I think it works for this beer actually. It's pretty neat. Yeah, I I I, I kind of dig it. Uh, it's it's something I could I could see drinking a lot faster <laughs> than <laughs> uh, you know just because it feels easier to drink. I mean, it's definitely very easy on on the tongue, so. You could down this very quickly and be like, mm-hmm. "All right, give me more," and not realize right. you've gone through a bottle. So be careful. But I do, th- I do like oh. it. I do like it too. Yeah. It, it feels like so that malt flavor that then like candied with sort mm-hmm. of um, a peach and apple right. thing.
0: Right. Yeah, this would be um, a good introductory beer. To someone it, It's not very sour it, the, Most of the sourness yeah. In
1: those fruit juice the, and, Barely any carbonation You can feel sweet. It's there But you can barely feel it
0: yeah, it's, it's a neat It's a neat holiday I, I like how It's positioned As a winter goose mm-hmm. It has a very nice Holiday feel to it And uh, It's a little on the sweet side I would like something A little drier A little less sweet You know It doesn't need to be more sour But a little less sweet
1: I see where you're coming from. It has
0: a little bit too, a little too much of like high fruit punch in it. Yeah. I want something that's a little more malty.
1: I would love to have that sort of malt taste come through a little bit stronger, Mm -hmm. but I don't know what that would do to the beer. So maybe it's a bad move, but yeah, I, I I like it. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. Right. So,
0: Oh geez, the wheat went 12% (laughs) ABV. And barley wine is ten point one. The lowest or aside from the aside from
1: the goose. So we have a special thing for our little commercial. Hope you enjoy it. We put this together before the show. Presenting beer karaoke. All your favorite craft beer songs, such as Stout Stout, Stout, Stout. This, this is a Stout. A Stout. These are the ways that you brew a stout. Come Come on. on. I'm roasting my malt. Come Come on. And five hundred barrels. I would, I would fill five hundred barrels and I would brew five hundred more. Just to be the brewer that brews five hundred barrels to sell them at the store. La 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 la. This exclusive five volume collection is available on LP, 8-track, and flak. All your favorite songs like Let's Put the Starter in Here Anything Goes Up Funky Town And Brown Ale Girl I know you don't like hops How about a chocolate stout Maybe a sour ale Or, or a, a lambic Or a, a goose. goose Brown Ale Girl Drink something else, brown ale girl. And who could forget? Welcome, Welcome to the brew pub, pub. We've, we've got, got food beer. Try one of our special, special flights, bathroom, bathroom line starts here. Go to craftbeerradio.com slash amazon now. Operators are standing by. Quality, Quality control, control to a Tom, you've really made the grade. All the petri dishes are looking quite clean. And there's no PDO or Brett to be seen. <laughs> oh, send your send your comments and questions to beer at craftbeerradio.com.
0: That was craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon if you appreciated that. Message <laughs> and especially if you didn't. Okay, so
1: let's <laughs> see the barley wine next. I kind of want to see the one. Right. So this is uh, from Summit Summit Brewing Company. Thank you, Summit. This is Old Blackguard English style barley wine ale. All right. As you already said, it was eleven. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Ten po- no, ten point one. It's only 10.1. Oh one. wow! So that's where I got eleven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rounding up, of course.
1: Uh, so the malts that we use are Odyssey Pale and Torified Wheat. The hops, Endeavor, English Ale yeast. They call the alcohol by volume ten point ten. Careful, laddie. <laughs> All right. So the color is this sort of uh, Amber We didn't talk about the goose's color Which was Kind of similar It was a little more reddish But it was This one's kind of uh... Oh I don't know
0: It's a It's a It's a light tea If I knew my wood stain colors better I would yeah. say which wood stain it is It's not cherry It's not <laughs> I don't know Let's call it an ash Alright um, It just makes shit up <laughs>
1: Like we did with songs. Yes. <laughs> I think my favorite was stout, just the, the lyrics were so dumb. <laughs> okay, so what are you smelling on this bad boy? Um not sure. I still smell a little oakiness. I'm wondering that's coming from <laughs> I don't know. I
0: mean I'm smelling it, it's not as big as I was expecting, you know, barley wine, big malty mm. aroma. And it's really kind of I don't know how to how to describe it. It's um I'm gonna have to just go into the flavor. Mm. And then work my way back out to the aroma.
1: There's some definitely some it's something that feels very oaky about it. I don't know what what it is, but it feels like it has a little bit oak and like an oak sap going on. Okay, because I'm getting a, kind of a sharpness to it that I normally yeah, the
0: sharpness. Get. Like when I first tasted it, made me wonder if almost like it got scorched in the kettle or something like that.
1: You think it's just like maybe
0: a I, I don't know huge astringency. It just almost tastes
1: like it's burnt or something, doesn't it? Is that at all. If if I didn't think oak, I might lean towards, yeah, a, a burnt kind of... Um, yeah. I
0: guess if you think oak, is this oak aged at all? I don't know. I don't think it is. Let's see. I don't... I believe it's not.
1: Oh, no, it is. It's aged six months, but I don't know what, what it's aged in. I'm probably just stainless then. Huh.
0: I mean, they're calling it English barley wine, right. you know. So I was like, "Oh, great! It's not gonna be a hot bomb. It's gonna be huge and multi." Does <laughs> it does seem like it's almost like not all malt? That there might be some like some sugar added or something like that? I'll give it a taste here because it's kind of thin. It's not nearly as full-bodied as I would have expected.
1: It's coming to be like an aged strong ale. Yeah. It's not coming to be like, like a barley wine. It doesn't have. The sweetness I would expect out of barley wine. Okay. It has either that oakiness or a stringency or whatever it is that's breaking that...
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe it just ferment it out more fully, right? Maybe mm-hmm. that's what's not having the body. Maybe it's... Because it really doesn't have kind of that table sugar type character. I can't imagine a brewery the size of Summits would be able to even, you know, add sugar, you know, you know, reasonable manner to a big beer. I guess they could, but...
1: Hmm. did you get a little bit of a maybe a fusel note or something off of that? No, it's about the same as
0: mine. Hmm. I wasn't getting anything fusel. Like I said, the more I drank it the I I don't think it
1: was scorched. But it's just oaky, I mean it's it's just, it's a lot of oaky quality. I don't yeah. know where it's coming from. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's been an interesting show so far. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. or our palates are busted or something. Maybe all that singing ruined our palates. (laughs) Okay, final beer is the Laissez-faire from Monday Night Brewing.
1: Laissez-faire. Okay. Sure. (laughs) It's an economic term. It's a type of... uh, It means hands-off. I know. And I went to
0: school in Pittsburgh, so it was a laissez-faire.
1: <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. That makes sense, actually. Uh, Pittsburgh, where we have North sales and um, other things. 12% alcohol by volume 61 IBU. This is a wheat wine from Monday Night Brewing. They sent this to us. Thank you, Monday Night. They say this uh, from malt to wheat. Uh, they uh, parenthetical a lot of it. And the Pilsner Malts, the Hops, Centennial Cascade, and Willamette. Uh oh. <laughs> Plasticky, band Okay, so this is. Fusily. This is aged in. This is part of their Black Tie series. this one here? So, it is aged in uh, red wine barrels. French oak, freshly cleansed of their Cabernet. So, the aroma feels messed up to me. I just took a
0: sip. The flavor's much better. How's your aroma?
1: It's either a little fusel or oaky. Just like the last one.
0: <laughs> okay, so if the aroma is oaky, it's like, like very oaky, like resiny oaky, yeah, like fresh American oak. Uh,
1: they say it's also finished with champagne yeast, so you know it's fancy. Monday night is the brewery that sent us all the ties. Yes, listen. the color is a. Ren a chamber.
0: Ellie's been making uh, like little tie puppets out of the ties, like little rabbit pot tie puppets. So <laughs> they're going to good use.
1: Definitely oaking in the flavor. Uh, that absolutely carries through. Yeah,
0: very woody. Mm-hmm. It's kind of gritty and scratchy. Yeah.
1: Lots of wood. Lots of wood. Been a bunch of very interesting and kind of <laughs> strange things going on with these beers tonight. Not not a normal show. That's fine. It's just it's different.
0: Yeah. None of the beers were uh, like
1: great. Like there's small. nothing that was exceptional.
0: Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's a whole show of that, that's unfortunate. You know, I had so I was hoping for some good beers tonight, but. None of them were all that great. This one's okay. It doesn't kind of doesn't taste hot, fusily, or you know acetone. Yeah. But man, that's that's too much oak. It needs to be blended out with some. Un-barrowed. Yeah, I, I think you're right. There's
1: there's nothing wrong with this beer. It's not disabled by anything. Right. but It it's, was just
0: so oaky that it was throwing off my other detectors in the aroma. Right. Um, it needs to be blended out with regular version of this wheat wine, not not straight barrels. Um. Okay, I'm ready to go into the rankings. How about you? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, so I'm gonna start from. Jeez, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's rough. Um, probably gonna put the summit in last place. That will blagger to just. Uh, I wanted more body in a barley wine. You know, it was super thin. Mm. It. it had um, almost like a, that burnt character at first. I didn't notice it later on. Maybe I was getting used to it, or maybe I was making it up. But I'm uh, we'll put that in last place. Then second to last, I think I'm we'll gonna put the Monday Night too oaky. Just just too much oak. And if they could have blended it out and you know made that more subtle, I think it would have been an interesting beer. Third place. I'm going to put the Edelbert's, the triple threat. It had much the same issue, right? The oak was coming across as like fresh oak and, mm-hmm. and just really didn't meld well with the the triple that was in there. And the rum was this confusing, not really rummy yeah. <laughs> uh, type addition. Uh, second place, I'll put the Asylum. It was decent, a little too sweet overall. But then the first-place beer was a little too sweet overall, too, and that's the the Um It was that, you know, winter goose, which had kind of a high sea fruit punch play, flavor, mm-hmm. and a little bit figgy, a little bit allspice, but um, an interesting drinker. And I'm surprised I had put it first place, but because I, I would have wanted something a little less sweet, but that's where it came
1: out. So a little different. I think you can guess where the difference is. Uh, my top, my last beer is Summit. I thought that whatever it was wasn't hitting me. Uh there I, I don't know if that was what was intended to be in there but it didn't it did not taste like an english style barley wine absolutely. It, it it lacked the sweetness. It really felt mm. like there's a real sharpness there which was um not what I expected or nor what I was really looking for. Number 4 is going to be the Monday night the spirit that we have right now. Yeah, it's it's a little like too far into Oki to I I think you're right. If they would have blended this, this might have come across really well.
0: They probably put it all into barrels and didn't have regular version to yeah. blend it out. That's probably what happened.
1: Oh, who knows? Um I would like to try the unblended version. It might be uh might be really good. Number three, I'm gonna put go the Adelberts, the triple threat. Uh it didn't work out quite the way I wanted to. Uh, it to. It didn't taste the rum at all. I tasted this like a red wine almost or white wine. Something very vinous was coming through and very much distorted the way it was. Because I was looking at it like it was going to be a rum thing. And if I had it blind, it might be a different story. But I very much had rum in mind and mm. I was tasting it. I could okay. not taste rum. Number two, we're going to put the Detroit. Uh I liked the sort of barley stuff, but I do think that the left coast kind of had it beat. I did like the, even though it was not what I was expecting in the barley wine. This was a, a show of trip. things we didn't expect. Uh, the, the The left coast was, I think, the most enjoyable of the bunch because it wasn't what I was expecting, but it really had a lot of nice flavors, regardless. Mm-hmm. And so it was able to sort of overcome that expectation and, and beat the rest.
0: All right. Well, that's the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hey, Warren, put a Thanks, everyone, for listening to Crafter Radio. We appreciate you taking time to come in. And... Uh, I don't know, we might have had more fun making the commercial than, than actually doing this show. We Might have to start doing that more often. Uh, Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. You can visit craftbeerradio.com for more information on that. If you want to contact us, Twitter is the best way at Jeff Bear, at
1: CBR Greg,
0: and at Craft Beer Radio. We have email beer at craftbeerradio.com. And uh, that's about all the news that's fit to print. Thanks, everybody.